Welcome to the Words in Season podcast. My name is Kara Marie Morris, and I want to welcome you to the final episode of seven attitude adjustments I can make based on the messages that Jesus had to the seven churches in Asia based on the book of Revelation. We've looked at all of the messages that Jesus had for these seven churches, and we saw that each one that Jesus' message to them can be applied to me on a personal level today. And we asked, why are we studying these things? And we looked in Revelation 1, and it says that blessed, Revelation 1, 3, it says, blessed are those who hear it, and blessed are those who read the words of this prophecy. So there is a blessing in these things. There's a blessing from Genesis to Revelation that Jesus has for us. So we're gonna look at what Jesus had to say to the church of Laodicea, and what that means to me, what that means to you as a believer today. So thank you for watching. You can watch the previous episodes. Check it out on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find it on podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor FM. Remember that every time that you tune in, that Jesus has a word. church that Jesus had a message for in the book of Revelations was the church of Laodicea. And the church of Laodicea, of course, was a very important church. Otherwise, Jesus wouldn't have given a message to it. But Jesus had a message to this church that applied to those believers then, and it applies to the believers today. And his message is in Revelation 3, but first we're going to look at Ephesians 4, starting in verse 22, our foundational verse. And it says, to that you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, and to be made new in the attitude of your mind, and to put on the new self, the new self, the one that's recreated to look like him, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So this is good news to us as believers that we have a choice that we can choose our attitude. No matter what's going on, we can choose the attitude that is the attitude that matches what God's attitude about that situation would be. And God's attitude about the situation, it's going to bring every fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. All of the goodness that God is, it shows up in the attitude adjustment that I need to make, that I need to make based on what Jesus's messages, what they were to these churches. So now let's go to Revelation 3 to check out what was his message to them. The church of Laodicea was an extremely wealthy church, a prominent church, a church that had a lot of physical things, a lot of uh, silver, a lot of gold, could do a lot of things. But Jesus had a specific message for them, not, not to crush them and not to hurt them, not to just say you're a terrible person and point it out and not help them any, but he was preparing them to repent because he wanted them to have the opportunity to change. Repentance is God's mercy, and he was extending it to these believers in Laodicea. Even though they looked like they had it all together on the outside, on the inside, they were bankrupt. So let's look at this. In Revelation, starting in verse 14, he says, 
to the angel of the church of Laodicea write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you were either one. I wish you were either hot or cold. This is what Jesus is saying. So because you are lukewarm, you're neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich and I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But what you don't realize is that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, and blind, and naked. And again, Jesus is not pointing this out to hurt them or just to point it out to torment them or to make fun of them or to bully them or to condemn them. He's doing this so that they would have an opportunity to change. He says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire so that you can become rich and white clothes to wear so that you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve on your eyes so that you can see. In verse 19, Jesus says, those whom I love, I rebuke and I discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and I knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father. Jesus said, when you take on my name, I give you the right to sit at the right hand of the throne of God because I have won that position. That's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, just as victorious as you are, as I am, that's what Jesus is saying, you are now. So he was saying this to the church of Laodicea. He was saying that you are victorious, but there's a, some adjustments that you need to make first. There's an attitude adjustment that needs to be made here. So I'm just gonna talk about the first part. And I wanna really point out here about him saying, you're neither hot nor cold. You're neither hot nor cold. You're lukewarm. You're like a pot of a puddle or a pot or a, you're just a body of lukewarm water. And I, I can't drink you because you've lost your taste. You begin to be a little bit of hot and a little bit of cold. And now you're not good anymore. You're not good. You've lost your flavor. You've lost your taste. You lost your purpose. So Jesus is saying, either stir up that flame or become that peaceful, calm, and refreshing. Jesus was talking about this town of Laodicea and very close to the town there were famous hot springs. And there was also in a nearby town, there was also a town that had famous springs of water that were freezing cold that people would go to. And at one point, this extremely wealthy city, they tried to pipe in the waters to try to get it to be modern as modern as they could for that day to have running water, running hot water. But by the time that it made it to Laodicea, it had lost its taste and it had lost its purpose because it cooled down on the way and it couldn't be used. It was just like, oh, what is this? It's just like bath water. In the summertime around where I live, there are lakes that they're just as hot as outside. So when you jump in, you don't even get cooled off and you don't even get refreshed because it's 100 degrees outside and it's 100 degrees in the lake. So Jesus was saying, it's lukewarm. You're just lukewarm. So it's not even refreshing and it's not even hot. So it's not even healing. You have lost your purpose. 
you have lost the purpose of being a believer and standing out. You know, as a believer, we're supposed to stand out from the world. People are supposed to know that we are Christians, that we are Christ followers, whether it's bringing healing or whether it's bringing refreshing. We are supposed to bring those things. And a picture of the Holy Spirit in the Bible is water. So I want to go to Revelation 22. Revelation 22, because each one of us, each believer, has a river of life flowing out of us. So we can either flow hot water to bring healing, cold water to bring a word of refreshment or encouragement. But Jesus is saying, be either one of the others. Don't lose your taste. Don't water yourself down in the sense of losing your purpose. So let's look in Revelation 22 and verse 1. It says, And then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. This river, it flows from the throne of God. That's in heaven. And where do we find that river on earth? It flows from heaven as we spend time with Him so that we have a word in season, so that we have the Word of God flowing through us. We have His nature flowing through us so that river doesn't get clogged up with my thinking, with tradition, with my religion, with the way that I think that things should be, or compromising, like we've talked about in past episodes, compromising and looking like the world. That is what waters down our Christianity and makes us of no use, makes us lukewarm. When I try to be like the world a little bit, I know as a young person, I tried to be cool with my friends, I tried to talk like them, I tried to listen to the same music and hear the same things and, and watch the same movies, but then also be a light. It doesn't work like that. In the Old Testament, Joshua said, choose for this day whom you will serve. If it seems evil for you to serve the Lord, then don't. But as for me and my house, I'm gonna serve the Lord. I'm gonna choose to serve the Lord. And we can say based on this episode, based on Jesus's message to the church of Laodicea, we can say, I choose for this day, I choose my attitude to be either hot or cold to the things of God's word. I choose to stand out. I'm not afraid to stand out. I'm not afraid to be that one that everyone knows in my workplace that I'm a Christian. I will be hot with the healing power of God and I will be cold with that cool and refreshing and encouragement. Jesus said, I would rather you be hot or cold, not lukewarm. It doesn't mean that Jesus hated that church. In fact, it means that he loved that church so much because he was giving them an opportunity to change. Ezekiel 47, and it says, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple and I saw the water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. And the water was coming down from underneath the south side of the temple, south of the altar. And then he brought me out of the north gate and led me outside to the outer gate. And the water was trickling down from the south side. And as the men went eastward, he measured a line and he measured off a thousand cubits. And I was ankling. And then he measured again and I was kneading. And I measured, he measured again. And it was another thousand cubits and it was wasting and then he measured again and it was so over my head that I had to let go and I had to swim so he led me back to the riverbank and when I arrived there 
I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. And he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the, into the Arabah, where it enters the Dead Sea. And when it enters the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh, and swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. That's exactly the same for us. When the river of life, we allow that hot or cold river to run through us by the power of the Holy Spirit, knowing who we are in Christ, knowing the truths of the word, it brings life on the sea. It says that it brought life to the Dead Sea and those fish, they begin to live. And just like Jesus told his disciples, I'm gonna make you fishers of men. Christ Jesus has made us fishers of men in our family in our workplace, in our daily life, that people would be drawn in by the river, drawn in by the refreshing, drawn in by the healing, so that they would know him. And it continues in Ezekiel 47, nine, and then swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows, and there will be large numbers of fish, amen? As we preach the gospel, as we let that river flow through us, large numbers of fish are people they will come to know him because this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh so where the river flows everything will live so whether it's a word of encouragement a cold like a cold drink of water or if it's like a hot spring that brings healing the power of God will flow through us from his presence to others that river that's living inside of us. So the word in season this week is to allow that river of life, the river of life that flows through heaven to flow through us, to have that attitude that I am not going to adjust to the world. I am not gonna be so comfortable in the world that I just fit right in, but I'm gonna stand out with a healing word. I'm gonna stand out with a word of encouragement and a word of refreshing. So the last scripture that I want to go to is Proverbs 25, 25. And it says, like cold water to a weary soul is good news from a distant land. So we are bringing healing as the word of God is spoken. And we are bringing good news from a distant land. Where is that distant land? It is from heaven. It is from heaven that we are bringing good news. And it is like an ice cold drink of water in the desert when that thirst is when someone is thirsty and that's all they can think about they're consumed with I need water I need water we know that as humans we can go a lot longer without food than without water we have to have water so Jesus was encouraging the church of Laodicea you have to have your water either hot or cold and to allow the river that flowed through them to be one that points back to them, not one that's lukewarm, that's lost its flavor and is kind of like the world and kind of like the church, but allow him, allow that river of life to flow through them so that people would be healed, encouraged, recovered. And like it says in Ezekiel 47, that everything that was dead would be brought to life and that many fish will be brought to the kingdom of God, many people, will be brought to him. So thank you for watching the Words in Season podcast. You can go back and you can check out the rest of the six churches to see what the Lord 
had to say to the six churches and why it's a blessing to study what Jesus's message was, why it's a blessing to study the book of Revelation, why it's a blessing to hear what kind of attitude adjustment I can make so I can look more like him. So thank you for watching the Words in Season podcast. Remember that every time that you tune in, that Jesus has a word in season for you.